Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Welcome inside Flames TV Live, the post-game show. It is brought to you by Original 16, and we are live on the air following a 4-1 Calgary Flames victory here over the visiting Pittsburgh Penguins. Brendan Parker alongside two-time gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, uh, Megan Mickelson. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good to have you back, and uh, I think the win rate's pretty successful here so far, 2-0. 2-0. So. Yeah, not two and bad, oh. not yeah. bad. Uh, what do you make so far? Uh, obviously, this one had some different uh, you know, ebbs and flows to it, but uh, what did you take away overall from uh, tonight and the win? I think that was a it was a really strong game overall from from the Calgary Flames and saw a lot of good things, a lot of contributions from top to bottom and and some solid goaltending as well. So we're seeing, you know, continued success in terms of specialty teams overall uh, and knowing Jacob Markstrom wanted to to step up his play. And we saw that from him tonight. Yeah, no question. Thirty two saves. And we'll uh, talk a little bit more about that. Expecting here. As we usually do, uh, a live guest as well. In fact, I think we see him uh, kind of coming through the back of the frame here right now. Let's uh, welcome in Milan Lucic uh, following the victory. And uh, Lucic, thanks for stopping by. Congrats on the win. Um, maybe just uh, get your thoughts. First of all, let's, uh, you, know, you guys talked about uh, a few areas you wanted to improve on, but it looked like that first period set the table up for you tonight. Yeah, it's uh, obviously good when you have a good start. I uh, got the first goal tonight. And... Uh, you know, great first period. I was, shots were 20 to 6 after the first, and, yeah. uh, you know, that's obviously a good thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, every, everyone uh, was ready to go tonight, and it, and it helped us get that win. Yeah. Something that you talked about recently was making sure that your line, every time you're out there, that you're making an impact. And uh, we saw it on the, the goal that Michael Stone scored, just how effective you guys can be in the offensive zone. How do you feel you guys did uh, in terms of that tonight? Yeah, I thought we were good. Uh, you know, obviously not every shift goes your way, but uh, I think uh, when they made it 3-1 there, we kind of, you know, got it going again and, and, and got the puck in deep and, and got in on the grind uh, in the O-zone, and that's what uh, created that goal with, uh, with, uh, with Stoney's big shot. So, uh, you know, that's what we got to do night to night, straight lines, get it Michael in. Michael Stone. Uh, you know, may, uh, be hard players to play against and uh, get the puck to the net, and like that, you know, good things happen. Well, and I think one thing that stuck out for me in, in that goal was your positioning in the offensive zone and just being in the right spot and then making the simple play. Yeah, uh, you know, we talk about a lot, you know, that, that first guy going in there and separating, whether it's body or uh, position or getting under stick, and, uh, you know, the second guy being in there for support, uh, you know, uh, to make a play. So, uh, yeah, good execution by us, and, and it ends up with a goal. You guys have had no shortage of practice time, and we've talked about that to death, but uh, you know, just the way the schedule spread out to come out and have an effort like this and just kind of continue to build some of the momentum you guys have you know, started to develop here. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of practice time, like <laughs> yeah. you said. And uh, you know what? One thing, Daryl's made us practice real hard in, in our yeah. practice days. I think he's been trying to get the pace of our game up uh, to where he wants it to be. And, and uh, you know, it, it shows when you have a first period like that. Yeah. Good stuff. Appreciate the time. Everybody make a line change tonight. You let everybody get out, get out there. <laughs> I was trying to go over the odd man the other way, but it didn't work. Yeah. But it, it, it's, a good, it's a good little clip to have. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for this, bud. All right, Appreciate thank it. you guys. Uh, Milan Lucci stopping by uh, the Flames TV Live Desk. Uh, it's a 4-1 win, and uh, we'll have to try and pull that up, I think, at some point. But uh, that was some good stuff. I'm sure if you've been on social media lately, you saw the, uh, the non-line change there from uh, Jacob Slavin in the Carolina game. Either way, uh, some good stuff there from Luch. Just about, uh, you know, to your question about, you know, the line and making an impact. And, you know, that really is the calling card right now of this, of this team is right through the lineup. 
every line trying to make an impact when you're out there, isn't it? It is, and I mean, we're seeing it, like you said, from top to bottom and power play, they're, they're coming through. And I think one thing tonight as well was just some better five-on-five five play, and that's been talked about a lot is, yeah. um, you know, between the players, coach and coaching staff, uh, pretty much everybody in the media is talking about it is, is that five-on-five five play. But another line that's been great is, is Michael Backlund's line as well, so we can't, can't forget about them. Yeah, no question, and uh, we'll see some of that. Let's uh, go through the highlights. Uh, we're already a few minutes into the show. We've talked talked about it a little bit let's see how it all unfolded uh, and we'll begin right at the top and it's uh, early into that first period and some good work again this is uh, kind of what we talked about down low and and uh, the way Luch described his line it's kind of very similar to this goal isn't it yeah, yeah it's that it's that grinding down low but again uh, you know the D getting pucks to the net that's something that they've talked about a lot is making sure that they have that shot mentality but for that goal to me was Nazem Kadri again getting lost in in the slot there and then bearing when he had the opportunity. This was kind of a back and forth sequence here on this play as well, but uh, obviously the two on one that uh, you, you give the hot hand and, and nice on counter just to keep and, and fire on that one. Yeah, and he saw, you know, on the zone entry here, we'll see he gives a little shimmy shake and uses yeah. some deception. And and I think, you know, the way that he's shooting the puck lately, it's he's making no mistake every single time. Picking his spots and he's making them count. That's uh, now a six game point streak for Kadri to begin the year. And uh, that's, I think, third still uh, all time is third's big guy starting his Calgary Flames tenure. And then another one, this is the power play that's been clicking at uh, a pretty good rate for the Flames. That's the seventh goal on the man advantage so far this season. Huberto gets his first. It was a great dish by Rasmus Anderson uh, at the point as well. And Huberto, you know, just something he's talked about is shooting the puck more. Yeah, and again, another guy that kind of talked about in the morning and then delivered at night. And uh, here we go back the other way. It was Pittsburgh's first and what would turn out to be their only goal. That does come on the man advantage. It was at the end of a back and forth sequence with a shorthanded chance, but uh, Malkin gets his fourth and that would make it 3-1. But this is, as we described already, the sequence that would kind of seal things up for the Calgary Flames, but Michael Stone continues to contribute. Yeah, Michael Stone shooting the puck. That, that's yeah. always, always a no good surprise, thing. Always right? a good thing. And, uh, and it makes no mistake there either. So he's got two on the year. I think four points already for Michael Stone. And uh, obviously we get a chance to see and, uh, and chat with Michael. Uh, you know, a good story for this team in that what he's contributed obviously on the defensive end. But uh, when you can contribute offensively too, that's got to feel good for a defenseman, doesn't it? Yeah, it has to feel good. And he's playing with a ton of confidence, which I think that, you know, he came into, into camp and he knew that he had nothing to lose. And there's something to be said for that. When you have nothing to lose, you're playing a little bit yeah. more light. You're playing free. Um, and you're playing with uh, with a ton of confidence. Yeah, and uh, he sh certainly is that pairing with uh, him and Nikita Zadorov has been uh, really good. We'll expect to hear from uh, head coach Daryl Sutter here uh, momentarily. We'll also go inside the Calgary Flames locker room, but maybe let's uh, continue to dive into some of the topics. And uh, I, I want to follow up on Kadri because you, you mentioned some of the deception there, and you had a good conversation with him this morning. But just what you're seeing from a guy, new team, new surroundings, but just the offense has really carried over from his career year one year ago. Yeah, I had the opportunity to speak with Nazem off camera, uh, away from the media scrum this morning, and he actually he seemed to open up to me a little bit more about what it is about his play that is making him so effective, so consistently in terms of producing offense. And he told me that he has really he has been focusing on incorporating more deception into his game and also being more elusive. 
Uh, and we saw that again, the deception on the zone entry on his second goal tonight. And the first goal being elusive, getting lost in the slot and then popping into the right pockets. Uh, and also uh, being unpredictable to opponents. But I think the last thing he said and, and probably one of the biggest things was knowing when to shoot the puck, just yeah. when to shoot the puck. Which is I mean, that two-on-one kind of a perfect example of that, right? When you're feeling it and you know you got a spot, just rip it. Exactly. Uh, as a defenseman, though, I wonder, like, you know, your, your mindset, because you're hearing from a forward about deception, you know, trying to defend that too, right? I mean, it, it makes it trickier, freezes, you know, people up a little bit when you're trying to, you know, defend and, and understand what they may or may not be thinking and trying to do, right? Yeah, it makes it really hard. And that's where offense is is headed now. Um, you know, forwards are trying to be more deceptive. And yeah. in order to produce, that's what you need to do. Yeah, no question. All right, uh, let's hear from uh, the head coach, Daryl Sutter. Uh, following a 4-1 win, and uh, he, I know he's got looking forward to some more practice time upcoming, but uh, let's first reflect on tonight and the victory. What are your thoughts on, on that effort? Really good first period. Uh, you know, early in the year, teams play back-to-back. It's hard on them. Is that as close to a 60-minute effort as you've seen from your team this season? Nope. I think we had lots to do. We gave up 20 shots in the second period. I don't think that's close to a 60-minute. Thoughts on how Nazem's fit into your team? Another strong night from him? Yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with fitting in or being new or anything. He could play in anybody's team and be a good player. <laughs> your, your team won 64% of the face-offs today. Uh, what was your impression of your center group as, as a whole? I think that Michael and Lindy and Naz had strong games. Now that you have Kadri on your bench, you see him every night. Is there anything that's surprised you or just impressed you most? most no, of all? I think he's been around long enough, and I've been around long enough that you're pretty familiar with what kind of competitor he is, and that doesn't surprise me. That's what he is. <laughs> is, it, is it important for Huberto to get that first goal just to see that if he shoots more, he can? He yeah, crosses? I guess it's important, not from you, but it's important from some of the, some of the guys that ask about him every day. So. I guess they won't pass on Saturday if about him now. What was your uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Jack Markstrom's performance? Marky, I think second period with other than the you know it's a, we missed scoring chance they come down scoring chance so other than that I think he probably kept it a two goal game. Uh, there are some thoughts from uh, the head coach, uh, Daryl Sutter, here on the Flames postgame show. And uh, let's pick up on where he left off there, and that's Jacob Markstrom. You mentioned it kind of off the top and uh, his impact on this game, which stands out really in that second period, 20 shots against. Uh, what did you make of Jacob and his continued evolution? Well, I think after the third period that he had against Carolina on Saturday, everybody was wondering coming into the game tonight, which Jacob Markstrom are we going to get? And we saw the same Jacob Markstrom that we saw on Saturday night, which I'm sure that uh, he was really happy with as well. But just making key saves at key times. And, uh, you know, he talked about as well that he was he's gr he was grinding it out a little bit. But looking at the way that he played tonight, it seems like he's getting into a groove. Well, and we've discussed it a little bit. I mean, the schedule doesn't necessarily set up perfectly for that, but, you know, to get shots, you know, volume a little bit, 33 against him tonight, 32 saves. But 
that helps the goalie, I would assume, you, you know, to feel it a little bit more, feel that confidence growing, doesn't it? Yeah, and Daryl talked about it, uh, you know, in the media as well, that he needs him to get on a roll. He needs him to play games, to feel the puck. Uh, and I think that, you know, it's also a confidence thing. Yeah. Um, and coming off of Saturday, he had to feel good about that yep. um, and probably carry that into the game tonight. Just the one more game this week, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they let that kind of unravel here the rest of the week. Obviously, plenty of practice time once again, as we alluded to. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Jonathan Huberto. I know not much praise coming from from that part of the discussion in that he gets his first, but uh, you know, Daryl not worried about it. it kind of sense you know with guys like that as he talked to you about uh, Nazem, not not guys that they're worried about fitting in. I mean that. It's happening. It's happening. But just for Jonathan, maybe his sake, to get that first one. Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously we've seen what an elite playmaker he is and the passes that he can make since he has come to the Calgary Flames. But he said this morning that he needs to shoot the puck more. Uh, and their entire line, they need to be a little bit more selfish. And he was referring specifically to five-on-five -five play. But we saw it a lot tonight uh, on the power play as well. He's just trying to get more pucks to the net. And, you know, I think that as a player, you want to be predictable to your teammates and unpredictable to opponents. And you could argue that coming into the game tonight, maybe the scouting report on him is that lately, early on in the season, he's had a tendency to pass the puck more. Right. So maybe they weren't expecting him to shoot. Uh, we've all seen, you know, what, what a great passer he is. Now we, we all have seen what a great shooter he is. Yeah, no kidding. And that was, uh, that was a really good shot. And, and traffic in front, I mean, again, that was kind of the theme tonight. There's like bodies in perfect positions. Uh, just to be able to set up the take away the eyes a little bit of Casey DeSmith. Um, before we hear from the locker room, I know media just went in. We'll expect to hear from a couple players here, but I want to kind of circle back on, on Rasmus Anderson because, it, you know, I don't know if it's quiet. Maybe in some forms it's quiet, but, you know, 27 minutes or close to 28 last game. And then, you know, again tonight, another point. You know, what are you seeing right now from, from Rasmus Anderson and, and the way his game has sort of, you know, carried him into, you know, a real solid top pairing defenseman for this team? I'm seeing a ton of confidence from Rasmus Anderson, first of all, and it, it's definitely translating into his play. But, uh, you know, if you look at his minutes uh, over the past three seasons, they've they've slowly ticked upwards. And I think this season he's averaging just over 24 minutes per game. And when you play that much, it, it gives you a ton of confidence. You know that your coaches are, they're confident in your play. And, and as a result, you become more confident in yourself as well. But one thing I really love about his play is his shot selection right now. So we're seeing him shoot the puck a ton, uh, getting pucks on net, but he's also deciding, you know, when should I shoot, when should I pass, and when should I dish it? Right, and, it, and it's not always about how much, I mean, we saw in the stone shot, you know, not necessarily about how much power is on it, but just about getting it through, right? Just get it there. Just get it there. Um, <laughs> One more, we got Jonathan Huberto standing by, but just on that, because you talked about minutes, I mean, as a defenseman, you've gone through that, that, I'm sure the evolution when you add a few, you know, extra minutes over time, but, you know, is that a tough adjustment or, or do you just like to play the more, the better? How does that, when you start getting up into that 27, 28 minute mark? I think everyone's probably a little bit different. Sure. I personally, you know, the more you play, the more, the more of a groove you get into, but yeah. you also do have to think about that level of fatigue. It's an 82 game season. So yeah. playing 27 minutes night in and night <laughs> out I mean I would be tired yeah well I'm just looking at it now tonight I, you know so dial back down a little bit 22:54. so you know if you get that that balance then it uh, obviously works out let's uh, head inside uh, the Calgary Flames locker room and hear from uh, Jonathan Huberto standing nine. Yeah, that's nice if you guys can keep talking about it maybe I'll score every game but if it happened every game that's it'll be nice no but I mean uh, I mean, it feels good, obviously, to get the first one out of the way. 
can you say about your group? The start, the start really stands out, I think, uh, just pouncing on them and uh, lots of shots and lots of opportunities. That obviously set the tone, didn't it, for the rest of the night? Yeah, especially, you know, we're having a good stretch at home and we've got to take advantage of that. And we're, we, need, we need good starts and that's what we've been, you know, having. And tonight, again, we did kind of let go a little bit in the, in the second, but overall, you know, we, we played a good game. Take us through your goal quick, if you don't mind. Um, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, power play goal, I got it on top and had a really nice screen in front. So I just had to kind of pick that corner and it worked out. And I think, like I said, I'm just going to shoot a little bit more. It's going to go in. Said, is it, you know, the coach wasn't thrilled with the second period, a lot of shots on your own goal, but there are all the elements I think this team needs to be successful. Kind of got a short end goal, second, third end. Like it, it seemed pretty, as close to complete as I've seen this team so far this year. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's still like soon. Obviously, we want to get better, like we said this morning. But I think you know, if we if we play like this a lot of games, I think we're going to be in, in, in good position. And I think you know, we got to work on some things, obviously. But overall, you know, that's the start we want every game and take the lead. And after we can kind of play play well defensively, and it's uh, you know, I think it's going to work out for our team. You said today that you wanted to be more selfish and shoot the puck more. Was that an honest adjustment? Was that going through your head a little bit on the ice today? Just shoot more. Yeah, I mean, even if I tell myself sometimes, I still, still don't. But uh, yeah, that's a kind of area in my game I got to work, work on. But I think you know, five on five line, we got to, got to be better again. But I think you know we're, we're winning and we're at least we're playing hard. We're trying. And it's, it's going to work out at some point. Jonathan, can you think of anything that Kadri could do at this point to be more popular in Calgary? <laughs> I don't know. He's been he's been playing well. I mean, such a good player. You know, he works hard, and uh, it's been working for him. I think you know, it creates a lot of things on on the ice, and uh, you know, defensively, offensively. So he's going to keep going too. Do you remember? And can you share what you said to him when he was on the bench after his second goal? Uh, I don't remember, but probably said, nice shot, nice muffin, probably. All around, as you'd expect, uh, Jonathan Huberto gets his first as a member of the Calgary Flames, but uh, as we've heard now from both uh, post-game interviews, or all three if you throw in Milan there, but... Uh, Still always looking for areas to get better, aren't you? Yeah, it seems like they're they're never satisfied, which I think is a really good thing. I think it's, you know, they're five and one, but there's still areas of their game that they want to be better at. They have yeah. very high expectations of themselves, and that's what's made them so good so far this season. But I think that that's what's going to make them a great team moving forward as well, is they're constantly looking at all of the different areas yeah. of their game and how they can be better. And uh, one guy who has uh, continued to impress, and uh, I don't know what, what area is he going to find uh, to improve upon, that's uh, Nazem Kadri, but uh, two goals and a helper tonight. Let's uh, hear from him now. I think we came out hot. Um, you know, I'd like to see us have a better second period, but, um, you know, for the most part, we stayed with it. Had a great start, and that's uh, definitely a uh, you know, positive sign. What would you say about this team that you guys are 5-1 and one and yet, after every game, we keep hearing about all the, the things that you guys could have done better. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's just, you know, the the perfectionist and the coaching staff and, you know, just always wanting the guys to be better. And, you know, we want better for ourselves as well. So, you know, we hold ourselves to a high standard in here. And we understand that, uh, you know, there, it's a roller coaster ride throughout the course of the season. But, you know, it's definitely more enjoyable getting wins. Now, can you enjoy a win like this or is it more business-like because you expect to feel 
Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get somewhere. Can you enjoy the wins along the way? Of course. I think, uh, you know, whether it's a great game or a bad game, you got to, um, you know, let it resonate for the night, and the next day you, you turn the page. I mean, that's, uh, you know, how it is during the season. You try to keep yourself, uh, you know, emotionally just in even keels, you know, not too high, not too low. And, uh, you know, you continue to try to get better uh, week in and week out. Even if there is a perfectionist vibe with trying to play a full 60 minutes, how close was tonight's effort to attaining that goal of playing a full 60 minutes compared to some of the other um, games you played this year? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's here and there. I think, uh, you know, we haven't really uh, pieced together a, a full, full 60 yet. I mean, there's been, you know, 50s and uh, around there, but um, there's still, you know, some lapses, and, you know, that's what we're trying to correct, right? I mean, it's... Not all going to be pretty, but you know, at the end of the day, we we're you know grinding and uh, getting the job done. You, you've been on teams, obviously, at times that have struggled, uh, and you know, going into the office the next day and trying to pick apart your game and try to get better. Mm-hmm. It's probably probably more fun when you're on a winning streak than on a losing streak, obviously. But you know, how do you in this situation? How do you ensure that you know the message that you still need to improve on little things? How do you improve, how do you make sure that resonates with the group? Um, I, I, like I said, we hold ourselves to a high standard. So, you know, I think, you know, the mistakes and stuff, I think maybe uh, st- stand out a little more than, you know, what we do well. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing because we do a lot of positive things out there. But, um, you know, we're always trying to work on our weaknesses so we can become a, a stronger team. So, um, you know, that's just how it goes. On a night with other goalies, really. Getting the first goal, I think your you know your percentages go go up automatically if you score that first goal. So um, you know we always try to get off to a good start and establish you know home ice, and you know, we want this to be a hard place to come in and, and get a win. Jonathan said that he said. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Welcome back, Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16. And look, we brought it up last show, and Original 16 delivers. The, the pops have been delivered to the desk. I'm told we're not allowed to drink them live on television. That's the one rule. Uh, but we can enjoy them after, right? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. (laughs) Absolutely. That is part of the plan. Uh, Welcome back inside as we uh, put a wrap on this 4-1 win. Calgary Flames improved their record here on home ice and overall now up to 5-1 on the year. And uh, just final thoughts from you, Megan, just as we kind of look ahead. We know, again, Luch talked about a practice it's valuable to a certain extent. I'm sure players <laughs> want to play a lot more. but uh, Nobody Edmonton, wants to practice. Nobody wants to practice that much. But uh, Edmonton finishes it up here, at least in terms of this week on home ice. But always fun to look forward to a Battle of Alberta, even if it is all the way until Saturday. Yeah, it was the last game they played was relatively tame in terms of yep. the Battle of Alberta. I think everyone would, would probably agree on that. But I think we, you know, we heard it from just about everybody post game here it's that they're still not satisfied with their game there are still areas that they need to get better at and they need to work on so honestly they're probably not super focused on the fact that they're playing the Edmonton Oilers I think that they're focused on what they need to do better yeah and uh and we had a little bit of time to look forward and uh, that'll be our job I guess to talk a little bit about the Battle of Alberta hype that up a little bit and uh look forward to it thanks for doing it appreciate it thanks for having me that has been our post-game show, and uh, that is our next task is on Saturday night. As for us here tonight, 
Uh, it was a good first period and uh, fought it off in the second period. But uh, all thanks in part to Jacob Markstrom, 20 saves in uh, that middle frame. And then they would carry it on from there. Michael Stone gets into the action, but it was Nazem Kadri that was the star in many ways here tonight. Two goals and an assist. Jonathan Uberto gets his first as a flame. And they win it 4-1. And now we look ahead to the Edmonton Oilers in round two of the Battle of Alberta coming your way on Saturday night right back here at the Scotiabank Center. See you then.